boys and girls, children of all ages. That just sounded really weird. But you know what? On a night like tonight, whatever. It's Pierre's with the Sad Least fan, Jacob Murchison, and the man to my left who uh, owns probably the best goaltender in all of the land. Yeah. Mr. Malcolm Govis. Uh, Malcolm, the season series, I would say, is split for teams here because my Browns beat your Steelers in January. I was thinking that, yeah. Montreal Canadiens have beat the Leafs tonight, May 31st. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Tomorrow morning. Malcolm, I think it's safe to say Carey Price is the best goaltender in the NHL. Yeah. Any question? Um, playoff Price. Playoff Price. At $10.5 million. Still think it's severely underpaid. <laughs> for obvious reasons and i cannot wait to see the toronto maple leafs blow up this entire team because i think that's exactly what needs to happen besides the name of austin matthews john Tavares, and morgan Wiley. yeah you can't be cutting those guys matthews, six points in seven games one goal one goal a doubt mitch marner ten dollars <laughs> roughly is how much you're getting paid hey hey don't get mad at kneelander though that guy had five goals I'm in not the- talking oh, i thought you said earlier kneelander no Mitch Marner had how many goals again? Oh, zero. That's correct. Two delay of game penalties. That was atrocious. Um, a nice turnover to to get Gallagher's first goal. And how many games? 11? First 11. Like a lot. Since his injury, right? So. For the icebreaker. Um, yeah. It's going to be a very eventful offseason. <laughs> and more work on Kyle Dubas to do. Um, not to say that we should pin this loss on anything on the management, but Kyle Dubas has done a great job constructing the team what they needed what i would say the critics said that they needed but just yeah they ran into a buzzsaw of carrie price and i think that uh the blueprint for any of these teams that are looking to do what the Montreal Canadiens are doing and upset number one team in your division is to get the best get the best goaltender available and as much as I love Carey Price, because we're we have him for another five years, right? He we have him until he's thirty eight years old right now. Um, you got to give credit where credit's due. And one Carey Price guy, one guy you got to talk about is Philip Deneau shutting down oh, Matthew the Matthews line. It doesn't matter. They said it in the broadcast too. Leafsnet said it. Uh, Matthews and Marner having one goal total this series is just as equal to having three goals because uh, you're playing a defense. He's w- the be- best defensive forward, honestly, right now. Uh, Philip Deneau winning all the face-offs. He'd win the face-offs, go off the ice. He shut them down. That line shut them down. So you got to give Deneau some credit and the whole rest of the team some credit. But Carey Price is the savior. If we did not have Carey Price in that, we're not winning that series. Carey Price is the go I agree with you on only one point that you did not – you made, and that's the face-off point of view. Al, you can bring the stats up to me, but I think Matthews or 50% in the face-off dot. You think he was not better? It was all against Dano, but Matthews was over 50% in the face-offs. Oh, not, yeah. When he wasn't against Dano, like, it was tough. But, like, today, Kotanyemi and Dano were, like, over 75%, 70% from the face-offs. So, it came but down I to face-offs. Like they're talking Toronto until, when is it going to be? October, November? Yeah. The next series that ended in six was Tampa Bay Lightning against the Florida Panthers. Yeah. First battle of Florida that Tampa Bay won. Another upset. It's, it, it's going to be a theme. Tampa was no Tampa was the lower seed. Really? Series, yes. Wow. Florida used three goalies. First time that's ever happened. Spencer Knight came coming in. Spencer Knight, the rookie, first goal to make his debut in elimination game, won it, but lost in game six. Yeah. Who do you like? Where is your confidence in Florida's goaltending right now to say 
you're paying Bobrovsky, I think, $9 million. Chris Krieger, yeah. I think, is being lost to expansion draft. And you have yeah. Spencer Knight. And if you remember from the World Juniors, Devin Levi. Oh, even better. They Oh, yeah, they have both. <laughs> Where do you go from here? Because you play three goalies in six three goalies in six games. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if uh, everyone has as much confidence in Bobrovsky anymore. Um, he's kind of just fell off after his days in Columbus. And um, he don't get me wrong. He brought his team to a high seed this year. And they got into the playoffs over, like you just mentioned, a higher seed than Tampa Bay. But when it comes down to it, you got to be able to perform in the playoffs. And I think these young goalies, if you get them in there, like they did with Spencer Knight, kind of groom them at this point. Um, I think you got to stick with Spencer Knight and Devin Levi. Like you said, both of them played against each other uh, in the World Juniors Finals. Obviously, Spencer Knight's team winning the USA. But I, I'm not really concerned. I think having two young goalies like that to play under Bobrovsky, maybe he bounces back next year, uh, is a good thing. So I'm not too concerned. Not too concerned well, at all. The main deal with Bobrovsky in playoff time is that he wants it so bad, he tends to overplay yeah. everything. And he's sliding yeah. snow angels, sticks, gloves, blockers all over the place, all over the blue paint, and he just overplays everything, and it costs them badly. But one thing that's clicking for Tampa Bay men is that power play. I mean, it seems like every time they get one, they're scoring on it. I think for sure it's over 50%, but I would say it's close to 70 I mean, anywhere you look at it, Coop, I think it's a little suspicious of how good Kutrov's been playing since coming back from this injury. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Uh, him and Stammer. Uh, to say that coming off this hip injury in quotations to be full speed playing almost 20 minutes a night scoring goals left right and center facilitating the puck like he's doing he was ready to go be seen more often with teams not necessarily you know maybe not now because they're going to be playing 82 games next season hopefully that's the hope yeah but for tampa bay to play the whole season without a attempt like they're arguably the best definitely the best goal scorer in kucherov still yeah. make the playoffs and still have a high a good rank seed to only have him come back and light it up. I, I, I don't know if we'll see more of that. It's kind of like the NBA, right? Where they have like those low days, those resting days. But he actually did have his hip injury and he was placed on the long term IR right at the beginning of the season. Going to everywhere else. Exactly. So they saved cap space. He was on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Pardon? Could be the last run for Tampa Bay. It could be. Like there's a few teams here that um are just coming down closing like their window for the stanley cups closing uh they may be may have to be entering a rebuild soon uh, unlike toronto who's rebuilding every single year but i don't know i think i think it's not suspicious i think he was just ready to go for the playoffs and he turned it up and that's why they won that series i think he was ready a couple of weeks ago well <laughs> i said that a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks ago so probably about a month ago month ago yeah and then you say, hey, we're making the playoffs here. Don't worry about testing it out. Stay eye on the IR until the playoffs come. And uh, you're loving life right now. And it's definitely showing. Probably the shock of the playoffs so far is uh, the sweep of the Edmonton Oilers that the Winnipeg Jets gave on them. Uh, I know me and you have heard about it most of the time from the Mortadellas down. Mortadellas. Like talk about it very I'm going to have to be here more of them now. Yeah, we're going to be hearing about that more often than not. Again, goaltending stole the series away. I mean, Edmonton kind of got the same mold as the Leafs, you know, absolute studs offensively. But goaltending, not to say that Jack Ann, not to say that Jack Campbell played bad this series. Oh, not at all. But that's been the MO for the Maple Leafs coming into an out of playoff series is can they get consistent goaltending? And it's the same thing with the Oilers. And Connor Hellebuck, you know, they were what, one and seven 
the Winnipeg Jets were coming into the playoffs and yep. they sweep the Oilers. And to come back, I believe it was game three, down 4-1, the way they did, and in, <laughs> in the fashion that they had, to do it is somewhat remarkable. Oh, well, I just... Uh, I'm not a believer. I've never really been. I like Mike Smith as a human being, nice guy all around, right? But I don't believe him as a goaltender to be your solidified number one goalie. Um, and it sh- and it showed in this playoff series. He didn't really like. They had that lead, and he there's a few bad goals, but some other goals that weren't his fault. Uh, the team you can't be winning games unless your team's not producing offensively, and they didn't do that every single game. When you have the two best. Stephen A. Smith even got on them, right? I think you showed me that where he was getting on McDavid and Drysaddle saying, you guys are number one and two in points and you guys get swept. I mean, like he's even talking about it. They, you don't hear ESPN talking. Stephen A. Smith. Well, you're hearing about it because they have hockey next fall. Yeah, so about it. You, you never hear about it. And that's like the first thing I hear Stephen A. Smith talk about. That's It's just embarrassing. I was expecting more from Edmonton. Um, but like you said, comes down to goaltending. And Colin, Connor Hellebuck, uh, top three goalie in the league right now, for sure, without question. So, uh, I, but it shouldn't have been a sweep. I don't know why, how they I were. I quite liked sweep. it. I mean, I like the Jets. I just don't, I don't have anything against them. Jesse Pollock, good bar down kid, big Jets fan. And I think it's going to be a hard hitting series with them in Montreal. I mean, they're built the same way, you know, not a whole lot of offensive firepower, except for maybe one line. Yeah. Teams like Kakanyemi, Caulfield, Suzuki, Toffoli, and you look at Winnipeg, it's Shifley, Ehlers, Wheeler, and Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah. They both have really stocky defensemen. And yeah. They're arguably the top three goaltenders in the league. Yep. Hell about the price. It's going to be a great series. The 2021 eventual Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, <laughs> yeah, nice. swept the St. Louis Blues for nothing. None of these games were close. I mean, St. Louis tried to put up a fight in some of them, but it was just – a runaway. Nathan McKinnon, I think, is severely underappreciated for how good he plays. Should be in the conversation with McDavid as best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Him, Ranson, and Landis Gog are just unstoppable. Exactly. And you look at defense to Makar, Graves, Gerard, and Devontae's, all of them playing fantastic hockey. Even with your third line center being suspended for eight games, they're still winning games handily. Tyson Joes, Burakovsky, Don Skoy. No one talks about Don Skoy. He's been playing unbelievable. I think he's got more points than Marner. Jonas Don Skoy. He's not even on that line with McKinnon, Ranton, and Landis Cog. What else is there to say? They, I mean, they are an absolute wagon. Well, yeah, they just they swept the Blues, right? And then if you're paying attention, they won 7-1 against Vegas. Well, I was going to get to that, but that works too. I was just going to say, I know you probably want to talk about it later. Robin Leonard over Mark andre Fleury in game one. Doesn't make sense to me, but I think they might be going back to Fleury in game Uh, two. You would hope that they go back to Flower if they give up a touchdown. Yeah. But, I mean, you see... And the extra point. I think it was the third or fourth goal that McKinnon just blew by the Vegas defense and sniped the top corner over Robin Leonard. I mean, he is just on another level. Yeah. It's a very... And this is supposed to be right then... Colorado number one team in the league, Vegas number two. So it should be a hard hitting series. I, I well, feel like we get back at it tomorrow. So I yeah, so what we saw it on should Sunday be night. closer. The Vegas Golden Knights evaded a three one series collapse, yeah. and they took over in Game Seven against the Minnesota Wild, defeating them six to two in Game Seven. Matthias Yanmark, the Hattie, Patrick, but he got absolutely shit pumped in Game One. 
Again, with uh, who gave him the check? I don't know who gave him the check. Graves or Gerard, one of the defensemen. But he gave him the one-two Mayweather three for McGregor. Real good. Yes. But Minnesota put up a very good fight. Uh, they were almost 20 games above 500, so they were no slouch going to play Vegas. Kaprizov, mm-hmm. whether you want to say it or not, he was on is going to be the trophy, Polly Cup trophy. And one of the more underrated players in the league, not alone the Minnesota Wild, Kevin Fiala. No, Fiala. Down center. Yeah. He's got, he's got the pedigree. He was there in Nashville, and they made the cup final. He's And I didn't know he was Swiss, which I didn't know. I thought it was American. He's Swiss. And he's played very, very good hockey. And he played well in the series, but just couldn't get it done over Vegas. You know, I'm sure you get to this kind of later on, so I'll save him for you. But again, just overall, very, very, it's a deep team. They can play four lines, which a lot of these teams that are out couldn't in the third period or overtime. The guys, the teams are moving on. They roll four lines. Yeah, every single one. Um, but yeah, like you said, the t- guys I want to get to, Vegas, good team overall. And why I like them so much, I'm not like a rider for Vegas. Like I'm going to I'm just gonna hop on the bandwagon. But they've got Mark Stone, who came from Ottawa, and obviously an Ottawa fan. They got Max Pacioretty, who's coming back from in, like who came back from well, injury now. Game seven, got the goal in game seven, came from Montreal, former captain. So they got a good team. You got Marc-Andre Fleury, another, like we said with Carey Price and Hellebuck. Fleury's probably the third goalie in that top three, in my opinion um in the league right now so you got a really good uh offense you got good defense and you've got a great goalie to back you up um i thought i was expecting more from robin leonard the willie uh what did they win the well, william and jennings I, together or something i don't know why they throw them to the wolves right you're playing the best team in the league and you've been sitting on the bench for two weeks yeah uh, it was just poor coaching decision but they'll bounce back they played great they've got some good players i think it's going to be a closer series once flurry's back in that and better be like that for game two because yeah. this has been billed as probably it should be the stanley cup final it's been billed like that for since the playoffs started and since we knew the division alignment was going to be like this for the playoffs and i've been looking forward to this series a lot and i will not be looking forward to it it's gonna be seven one kicking like it usually is yeah. but i mean the abs don't elevate their game they ain't they're hungry for a cup and it's definitely showing for how much they've been playing very very well I haven't lost in the playoffs yet that's ridiculous it's unbelievable don't have the uh the class, the gentlemen sweep the blues. So, you know, you get a couple brownie points losing on that one. The New York Islanders, another upset, defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins in six games. Probably the best atmosphere in the league at Nassau oh, yeah. Coliseum. In New York. They brought like 9,000 fans. It's loud and it's awesome. You saw the Jets' uh, offensive lineman smashing beers above his head with the mullet, no less. Gotta love it. But, again, deep team. No superstars, and the superstar they have, Matt Barzell, yet to score, and they're still and out of the first round. That's that's crazy. Uh, Josh Bailey, one player I think has really stepped it up for them in that first round, and then Ilias O'Rourke uh, was played amazing. Uh, stood on his head a couple games that really. Not Pardon. The rookie goaltender. Sorokin's a rookie. He's a rookie. Oh wow, we've got two, a couple of rookie goalies here that made it past the first round. Then um, that's quite impressive, honestly. I, uh, oh, yeah, because he came over from a different league, right? Like overseas. Yeah, that's so, the whole season was Varlamov. And then Sorokin was from the right, KHL. Yeah. Sorokin came in, won them game one. Varlamov yeah. came in, lost two straight. And then I think he made 43 back. saves in one game where they won. I think it was game, uh, game I think it was game six. Or, one, one, double overtime. 
yeah, one of the double of him, like 43 saves, stood in his head. So he really helped out. And you're not, it's not like they're playing any slouches, right? You're playing Sidney Crosby, seasoned vet nowadays, not a no, uh, Sid the Kid anymore. Kid. He's not Sid the Kid. Uh, Malkin came back. Uh, he didn't play the first few games, but he came back and had an impact. But still, New York was able to shut the door. Um, obviously, uh, you did you pick Pittsburgh? Because I know I picked the Islanders from the beginning of the season to be this upset team. Um, in the division, at least. Uh, also had them out of the first round. So it's uh, it's going to be a good one against Boston, I think, too. Two teams that are very well, I think, evenly matched. Mm-hmm. It's just very... New York just knows how to, they have Pittsburgh's number, man. Like the last, I think the only series losses that Mike Sullivan has to his name is against the New York Islanders or a Barry Trotz coach team. Yeah. With Crosby. Crosby's three least points in a series all come against the Barry Trotz coach team. Damn. Now, Pittsburgh's at a climax, right? You have your three core players that are over the age of 33 with Crosby, Gino, and Latang. And Tristan Yar- Jari's just oh, was God, not like poor goaltending. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like his, what was it? The overtime goal where he passed it right to them? Yeah, and then that was ridiculous. That probably is going to be the focal point for that series. It's going to be the lasting effect if it continues to be Tristan Jari in the net for Pittsburgh. High glove. <laughs> Thirteen out of the sixteen goals were high. Like- glove. My question is, why ever let Mark Andre Fleury go to like go to expansion? I'm still baffled at that. Let Matt Murray walk. And you let Matt Murray go to all Ottawa Centers. Crazy to me. Just poor decisions from the GM there. The next one that the you guys are currently facing, the Boston Bruins defeated yeah. the Washington Capitals in Thank five God. games. Hate Boston Washington. just again absolute wagon. The playoffs rolling four lines as per usual to be a playoff, a deep playoff team. And even when people like Jeremy Lausanne didn't play, got hurt, didn't play. Connor Clifton steps up, plays over 15 minutes a night, shuts down the caps, firepower with OV Carlson, Oshie, and they limit Tom Wilson's antics, whether they I like it or not. Thank God. If that guy got past the first round, I would have been so upset. But Sheldon Keefe, he could learn a thing or two from these Boston Bruins, right? From rolling his lines. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. But yeah. Boston took a rask, obviously coming in, just so much experience playing in the playoffs. Well, like really composed, probably one of the most underrated goalies, in my opinion, not talked about enough. Um, even though I hate the Boston Bruins, like I despise them. You got to give credit to the goaltenders because they're standing on their heads when they have to. And Rask was able to shut the door down, only lose one game there. So it was good to see a good goaltender. That was game one, right? So I mean, yeah, the rust. Exactly. And they just roll four straight. And a one pickup that I'm sure isn't talked about very much, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, yeah. I mean, he's got a couple goals to his name. He's got some points. And, Come on. Not, and you know what? He might be the guy in Boston because he doesn't have to be the guy like he exactly in Edmonton, Nashville, or Nashville, uh, New Jersey, pardon, and or Arizona. You know, everyone looked at him to score the goals. Where do you have the perfection line playing in front of you? Yeah, like one of the best lines in hockey. And it proved that in game one with David Pasternak scoring a hat trick, winning on and off the ice with his suit game, no less. <laughs> I hate the Bruins, but it's hard to not like David Pasternak. Yeah, he's a nice, uh, I think, a fan favorite around the NHL for sure. 100%. The last of the first round series, the Carolina Hurricanes beating the National Predators in six games. Look a little shaky for this series because Carolina looks so good the first two. And then Nashville came back and got it back to 2-2. So it was home and it was a home. 
the home team won every game up until game six when Carolina beat Nashville in overtime. These two had the best fans in the first round without a question. 100%. Barnes were completely full. And another good young goaltender stealing the show for the Hurricanes. I want to say his name, Novelkovic. Yes. I think I'm saying that correctly. He's another rookie. Like we said, young rookie in the league. Um, On one of our previous videos, I know someone commented saying he should be up for the Calder Trophy. Uh, But I think that's going to go to Kaprizov. But he played amazing as well against Nashville another player who had another young talent Sebastian Aho really stepping it up for uh for Carolina I mean as well um so I just want to mention too in this pure finesse bracket I got every single one right except for the Winnipeg where I think no one really got Winnipeg sweeping but all you guys win the series I don't know how many how many like cup winners I saw were Toronto 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 I you didn't the, have Toronto? I picked the Avs. I learned my lesson from March Madness not to pick with my heart. I know, me too. I picked Vegas to win the whole thing. So, so. I picked Colorado, but I was one of them that picked Winnipeg to beat Edmonton. That's crazy. So just, yeah. Well, you could but, catch up then. Never mind. I was going to get a little cocky there, but that way you could catch up. Just relax. I got to If I'm looking correctly here, I had one, two, uh, two, three. Two series wrong, Leafs and Tampa, Florida. Oh, you had Florida winning, did you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Carolina's going to be playing Tampa Bay. They, their series is already underway. Tampa's up one to nothing in that series. Uh, Martin Nisas got a hot start against Tampa Bay in the regular season, was the leading point scorer for Carolina in the regular season. But as we all know, between the Montreal Toronto series, the regular season means nothing. Nothing. Playoffs. We got outscored in the series, uh, Andre too. Andre Vasilevsky. Again, he is the best goalie in the league behind Carey Price and Hellebuck. You know, they're one, two, and three, I would say, in terms of yeah, you could put that's, goalie that's, hierarchy. Yeah. So, hey, Vasilevsky's got a cup. What does Carey Price have? No, I was talking about Flurry. I was thinking Th- Flurry might be up there, too. So, because he's got a few cups to his name. Um, so, I think their game two goes tomorrow or Wednesday. I can't remember correctly. But it should be, I would say, a pretty high scoring series whether Vasilevsky wants to like it or not, because he gave up a lot of goals. against. Yeah, it's not like he shut the door every single game. So, And Carolina is very offensive-minded, in my opinion. So Rod Brendamore has a – I think he's done a great job. I think he's going to win Jack Adams, hands down. Um, but it's going to be a great series. Another great. All these series are going to be good, hopefully, unlike well, – hopefully the Colorado one's good. We'll see yeah. after the next game. But Hopefully there's some track meets. You know, I wouldn't mind, like, some old-time whole scores, like 8-7 or 7-6. I would mind that. Up. But next time we're going to Pure Finesse, it's going to be Euro 2021. So we're going to get the roundtable rolling with one of the best minds around the world. <laughs> about going international. So get your soccer scores right because it's going to be great. So until then, it's Jacob. And Colm.